what it taught me was that I didn't have control over patient outcomes as we thought we did. Things are out of our control. Welcome everyone. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back. So today on the podcast, I wanted to talk about something that I heard this week during a podcast that I listened to with Brene Brown. She was talking about the three P's and those are personalization, pervasiveness, and performance. And I'll tell you why this struck me so much. So first of all, these originated from Martin Seligman, who did a lot of studying around positive psychology. He was a psychologist that worked with severely depressed patients and went on to do a lot of work around trying to help people feel better. He's written books, one of them called Flourish. And Brene talked about these three things and how it pertained to her. And as soon as I heard them and I heard that they originated from Martin Seligman, I just had to go look them up and find out more about them. When I heard them, they make so much sense to me. So I want to try to walk you through this. When we talk about these three P's, basically it's talking about how we deal with setbacks. And as soon as you talk about setbacks, I immediately think of medicine because every single day we experience setbacks and how we deal with them definitely will help make or break us in the profession, number one, but will also make or break our mental health. So I want to walk through these and make some very significant points about them. So let's just talk about personalization. This is the belief that we are at fault for whatever it is going on in our life, that we are at fault and that everything happens to us because of us. So I think it is very easy in medicine when you make a mistake and it hurts a patient to say that this was because of me, I am at fault. That may be true, 
but I really want to tell you about my experience. So when I was in CT surgery, we would have surgeries that would go beautifully well. Everything went right. It was every stitch fell into place. The tissues were phenomenal. Anesthesia didn't have any problems. You know, we didn't have to give any blood products. Everything just went smoothly. And the patient was dead 24 hours later. And we had experiences when nothing was going right. Stitches were tearing through, bleeding, blood products, barely getting the person back to the ICU, unstable all night. And those patients walk out of the hospital and they do well. How is that possible? Well, what it taught me was that I didn't have control over, or we as the heart surgery team did not have much control over patient outcomes as we thought we did. Things are out of our control. And there are times when we can correct for all of the variables. We can do our darndest and the patient still may have a bad outcome. Some of it is not up to us. It's just not. I had a patient once that really did not want to have heart surgery, but felt it was the only option. And after heart surgery, just did not have the will to live, did not want to live anymore. There was absolutely nothing physically wrong that we could find with this gentleman. Labs, tests, scans, all of it. Everything looked great. His echo looked great. Blood pressure is great. Heart rate's great. Electrical system's great. I mean, just everything was good. A few weeks later, he passed away and we couldn't find anything wrong. We just don't have as much control as we think we do. When we make a mistake, I think it's really important to think about, yes, we can learn and grow from that mistake, but it isn't always completely our fault. And I'm not excusing mistakes. I'm just saying that there are other bigger things at work to bring things together. We talk about a Swiss cheese model at work where several things have to go wrong for something to happen. It's not just one thing. Several factors have to come together to help that happen. I just want to reassure all of y'all out there struggling in medicine, if you've ever struggled with making a mistake, just think about it. Just know that, yes, you can learn and grow from it, but also maybe there were other things at work there. The next P is pervasiveness. And man, this, this is a big one. And I want to talk about this because I have recently been talking about in North Carolina with the North Carolina Medical Society, the North Carolina Academy of Physician Assistants, suicide. And it's not a word that anybody likes to talk about, but we got to talk about it. Suicide is a real thing in the medical profession. It's estimated in North Carolina that 1% of our medical licensees have thought about suicide. We have about 43,000 licensees in North Carolina. That means 430 medical practitioners are thinking about suicide. That's not okay. And I think this is a very simplistic thought, 
But if you have a setback and you feel it is your fault with the personalization, and then we walk into pervasiveness thinking that it's going to affect every aspect of our lives. This mistake is going to cost me my medical license. This mistake is going to then cost me my family. This mistake is then going to cost me my job and all of it. It starts being so big. I can see why suicide becomes an option. I can see why even a small mistake can worry a medical provider about, well, if I'm a bad medical provider, then how can my patients trust me? How can I trust myself? How can my family trust me? And you can see how things spin out of control. Now, this may sound simple, but when you have a brain that is under chronic stress, chronic sleep deprivation, your prefrontal cortex that allows you to separate yourself from mistakes, from the pervasiveness of mistakes is offline. This is when our lower brain kicks in and continues us on this cycle of being scared out of our minds and doesn't allow us to see and have the metacognition that we need to think about ourselves separately from our thoughts. This is a very big deal. And I think pervasiveness is a real thing in medicine. The third P is permanence. The belief that sorrow or our feelings will last forever, that it will be indefinite, that we are feeling the way that we're feeling. I think I definitely thought with burnout, it wasn't ever going to get better. It was always going to feel bad. It was always going to feel like I didn't have enough time and I was always tired and I was always pushing. Nothing I did was ever going to be good enough. It's not true. If you can take a moment, just a moment and sit back and think about when something really hard has happened, maybe the death of somebody in the family or a terrible accident or something bad, the terrible grief or the sadness that you felt doesn't last forever. It's not that it ever goes away either, but it doesn't have the same intensity. I'm really glad that I heard Brene talk about the three P's this week because I can't think of a more appropriate podcast for what's been on my mind recently. When we take burned out medical workers that are not functioning at the highest capacity of their brain and therefore are at risk for making medical errors, and then they do, and then their brain cannot separate themselves from their thoughts and they get into a cyclone of the three P's of personalizing that mistake of feeling that mistake is pervasive throughout their life and there will be a permanence of that, of those feelings, I can see why so many people want to walk away from medicine 
And I can see why so many people might be looking at suicide as an option. It's not an option. You are a beautiful soul that was put on this earth for a reason. If you're having thoughts of suicide, please call 988. It is open 24-7 if you need it. If you just feel like you're in the depths of despair, please recognize that you can take each one of these P's and now know what it is and say, other things were at work. It may not all be on me. This setback will not affect every area of my life. Oftentimes, when I have a setback, I often have to say, am I okay? Is my physical body okay? Because my emotions can make it feel like I literally can't breathe. But if I can come back to my body and know that I am physically not in danger, then that makes me feel just a little bit better and can combat that pervasiveness. And then the permanence. This will not last forever. It will get better. It's always hard to see that when you're in it. That's why it's so important to have a community or at least one person that you can reach out to that can help you see this won't last forever and reassure you because sometimes you really just need to hear that. And if that is all I can do for you today is say this won't last forever, then I've done my job today. I think these are very helpful in every aspect of our lives, not only as being a medical provider, but as being a parent or a friend or a sister, being able to see not only in myself how these P's affect me, but if you're talking to somebody that's hurting and you can hear in their voice and what they're saying, these three P's, you can help them through them and say, this isn't going to last forever. This doesn't affect every aspect of your life. And there were bigger things at work here that you didn't have control over. Those things are always helpful and can really help us with each and every setback in our life because there's going to be setbacks, no doubt about it. But how we handle them is really what is going to predict for us whether we are going to have this beautiful life that everybody deserves and I think wants to have. And I think the more education we have around how our brain triggers to certain thoughts and emotions can help us. So I hope this helped. I love y'all so much. I had somebody reach out to me this week for a speaking engagement. And I forget, I don't mention it all the time, but y'all, I am here if you need me. If you have somewhere that you'd like me to come in and speak at, just let me know. We'll work out a time. This information needs to get out there. We need to be talking about burnout. We need to be talking about mental health. We need to be talking about suicide. This is out there. And if we don't start talking about it, we are never going to find the solutions to the problems and the challenges that we face. All right, y'all. I love you so much. 
Take care. Have a great week. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. The information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.